4.42 a.m. New message. Written by Happy Otter 03 and narrated by Clancy Pasta. I looked at my phone. Still sitting in bed, I shook my head in disbelief. It couldn't be. Yet there it was. A new text message from Abby. The timestamp read 4.42 a.m. A time I knew all too well. The time that I found Abby dead. It happened seven months ago. We had gotten into a pretty bad fight, and she decided to sleep on the couch for the night. I reluctantly agreed. I hated sleeping alone, but we were both stubborn hotheads, and I knew if we were next to each other, we'd continue fighting for the rest of the night. I had fallen asleep somewhere around 1am, and was sleeping peacefully, until a loud scream awoke me with a start. It wasn't the scream of Abby, but the scream of something else entirely. The scream, if you can even call it that, was of something primal, something otherworldly. I rushed downstairs to find a sight that has haunted my dreams to this day. Abby, well, what was left of her was lying in a mangled mess on the floor. There was blood painted everywhere, and I immediately threw up at the sight. The front door was wide open, and the red trail led straight out into the night, presumably taking Abby's bottom half along for the ride, as it wasn't left behind. I haven't had a good night's sleep since. I'm still in shock over what happened. The police told me that an animal had broken in and attacked my wife in her sleep. I told them about the unearthly scream I had heard from whatever it was, but they brushed it off. They didn't seem too concerned about the situation at all. But to be fair, what could they do? There was no person they could arrest, as there was no way any person could have committed such an act. I got no closure over the situation, as I still have no idea what happened, which made it worse when I got this text. It was a short message, but one that chilled me to the core. She made a lovely snack. What the hell, I thought to myself. This had to be some kind of sick joke. I stared blankly at the screen, not knowing what to do. I eventually decided to message whoever this was back, as it was probably just some asshole who found Abby's phone, which was in the pocket of her jeans that night. Who is this? I decided on. It was cliche, I know, but it was all I could think of. It didn't take long for the person on the other end to reply 
excellent question, but allow me to ask you one first. It said, Why didn't you save her? She was so helpless, so innocent, so vulnerable. You could have saved her. She screamed for you, and you did nothing. Why? You son of a bitch, I screamed, when I noticed it started to type again. I waited to see what it had to say. Now, Daniel, that's not very nice. Do you kiss your wife with that mouth? Oh, wait, no. You don't. I was seething at this point, but the anger then melted into fear as I replied to the stranger. How did you know I was cursing you? I asked, my hands shaking as I looked around the dark room, only illuminated by the faint glow of the moonlight. The stranger didn't respond as quickly this time. I sat in my bed, dreading to see the three dots displayed when someone is typing. However, I didn't get them. Instead, I received a picture message. It was a picture of a door. A door I immediately recognized as my bedroom door. My heart raced in my chest. I looked towards the door, expecting it to swing open at any second. But it didn't. My phone notified me of another text message, and I jumped from pure terror. I looked down at my phone, still resting in my shaky hands. The message, as I expected, was from Abby's number. Don't worry, Daniel. I'm not going to kill you. Actually, I'm just here to deliver a gift to you. When you're done being scared, come outside the door and look at what I brought you. I promise, you'll love it. My stomach was in knots. I looked around the room, half expecting to see some grotesque monster. But alas, I didn't. I turned on the bedside lamp and waited for another ten minutes or so before I lifted the covers nervously got out of bed and walked to the door. I stood in front of it for a moment, contemplating if I really wanted to open it. I've seen many horror movies, and I knew that it was a bad idea to do so. I eventually gave in to temptation and grabbed the cold doorknob. I slowly turned it, but hesitated to open the door. Come on, Dan. Quit being scared. This is just someone playing a sick prank, I thought to myself, even though I didn't believe the foolish words rolling off my tongue. I yanked the door open. 
What I saw was not what I expected. It wasn't a monster. It wasn't the missing lower half of my wife. It was a piece of paper folded up lying on the wooden floor. I knelt down and picked it up, slowly unfolding it to reveal its contents. It was very sloppy and nearly illegible. I eventually was able to distinguish what was written. See you tomorrow night. These events occurred last night. I'm writing this at 10.37pm as a desperate plea for help. I know it's coming for me. My phone just vibrated. I'm scared to even look at it. Help me. Please. Help me. I hope you all enjoy tonight's episode of Clancy Pasta. If you did, I'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe or follow for more. Give the video a like if you're on YouTube. And huge thanks to all of my supporters across Patreon and YouTube members and Anchor. If you'd like to support the show and get ad-free narrations as well, for as little as a dollar a month, you can go over to patreon.com slash clancypasta, and all of the new videos on here are going up there completely ad-free. Huge props to the author for writing such a fun, scary tale. And I will see you all very soon. Have a great night. Sweet dreams. Cheers. <laughs>